Mr. V. Yeah. I was still kind of mad that you were allowed to leave the studio at all. <laughs> I mean, like, you should be chained to the microphone or something. Well, you know, gotta do what I gotta do with my Eddie on the Go travel channel on YouTube. I don't know. Sounds like your adventure was pretty epic. Um, hopefully listeners will go check it out. I do love traveling too. Uh, but my least favorite part is being in the actual airplane. Same. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not afraid to fly. It's just the people are so gross oh, and God. crazy. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. I have my share of stories. Oh, do tell. <laughs> are you ready for takeoff? <laughs> well, first I was in line at the airport in Portugal and, and Lisbon. And uh, there was some woman who smarted off or was being disrespectful to one of their equivalent of TSA officers. And he told her, you know, basically, you're, you're, you're off, you're off, you know, whatever. And then she's like, huh? And then he told one of his coworkers, she's off, she's not flying or whatever. But then the real one was like on the plane where there was some gray-haired woman who was just being all obnoxious with the male flight attendants and telling them that she, her, my husband is disabled and you have to put him in on an aisle seat. And I'm thinking, bitch, when you buy the ticket, you choose your seats, right. yeah. you know, but she's going on and on and on. And the guy's trying to be nice and and deal with her in a professional manner and then she uh she just kept running her mouth and finally you know he walked away and she's like saying oh, there's empty seats up there never mind the fact that they were like not together but she said able-bodied people like you know her sense of entitlement and she was american i could tell from yeah. her you know accent that she was uh She's just like going on and on about able-bodied people and I was waiting for her to like go off on me because I had it scripted in my head what I was going to say if she went off on me for tilting my seat back because her husband was directly behind me, but it's just, idiots. Yeah, you know, like you said, you have the ability to choose your seat. Yeah. Like, sorry, you didn't understand how flying works. <laughs> right. Because the websites aren't user-friendly, I don't know. A few times coming out of Hawaii um, on business, I would literally uh, experience people that just maybe came right off the, the sand from surfing and some extreme body odor going Ooh, on. Yeah, and, and you're like, what is that gritty stuff under my feet? It's just the whole aisle was full of sand. and But that was nothing compared to Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia is really stressful to me. I mean, maybe not other people, but... It's a very busy, large airport, a lot of, lots going on there. And, you know, you're running from one gate to the next, like, just running. And I finally get there, catch my breath, and I noticed a guy in, like, a tank top. Now, mind you, it's winter time in Philadelphia. It's cold over there, okay? He's got a tank top on, and his arms are covered in, like, crust. I yeah. don't know what Gross. it was. It's all white, and I think in my head, please don't seat him next to me please don't seat him next to me if there's a freaking god or the universe oh is no i, I think i see where this me. is going so then he goes like in a different route and then we board the plane and i'm like Phew. i'm like wow and i sit there forever 
in my window seat and I'm like getting ready to watch some horror movie on my tablet and wait for takeoff and I'm like wow I'm going to escape this flight without anybody next to me this is amazing no no not at all do you know why Mr. V uh, because the universe fucking hates me. <laughs> and, and he sat right next to you. Oh, yeah, he crust and all. Yeah. And for Gross. six and a half fucking hours, I crunched up into the corner as much as I could. And he's like don't worry about it it's not contagious and i'm like that's fucking gross so they tried to serve us food and i was like yeah no i'm good i don't want his crust flying over <laughs> into my food he's itching that entire time i don't know Itchy if it was psoriasis or what the deal was oh my god but it, it was covering his legs his arms half his face i'm like what fucking dumpster did you dive in oh, last no. night man like no it was it's just gross so yeah that was my horror story um while our stories are pretty wild, um, we found a few that are a little bit crazier. Oh, you mean like when Qantas Airlines booked a 13-month-old and his parents on separate flights? That's right, folks. Mom and Dad were on one flight and the baby on another. <laughs> Good job, Australia. Right? They were traveling from Europe to Thailand, and the family ended up being stuck in Rome for 12 days to wait for the next available flight. They spent over 20 hours on the phone with the customer helpline. Fail! Yeah, epic. That reminds me of the 10-year-old that had her connecting flight canceled by American Airlines. What? Yeah, don't fly American Airlines. Anyway, that was a hard one to watch on the news. This mother had said the child was traveling alone, and I literally can't understand that. Like, no way. I'm a mess in an airport, right? I've been to so many of them, and I just... I, I'm a mess. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm going, I'm running. I'm <laughs> Usually it's because it's related to work and I have to be somewhere. Yeah, bad enough. But, uh, yeah, I can't imagine a child navigating flying alone. No way. Oh, well, connecting flight cancellation can be devastating at times, just like the situation for Michael and Catherine Romaine. The married couple in their 80s got stuck in Mexico and ran out of their heart medication after their flight was canceled. Twice. <gasps> Those are all terrible situations, but what happens when you really, really want to fly and you can't afford it? Well, that's when you don't go on the trip. No, that's not it at all. No? <laughs> no. You do go on the trip uh, as a stowaway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Dutch police say a man did in South Africa. He was hiding in the wheel uh, section of the plane that landed in Amsterdam. It was an 11-hour flight with only one stop in Kenya. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, once they uh, found him, they took him to the hospital where he's list he was listed in stable condition. Oh, so. Wow. Well, that's just epic-level stupidity. But if we didn't have ep epic-level stupidity, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. True. Remember that time when Alec Baldwin got kicked off the flight because he refused to stop playing words with friends during takeoff? And then there was the time when a woman who was kicked off a flight for wearing a shirt containing images of then-President Bush, Vice President Dick Cheney, and Condoleezza Rice, along with the movie title, Meet the Fockers. <laughs> Only the spelling of Fockers was a little different. <laughs> yeah. And here's one more celebrity story. Billy Joe Armstrong, singer of the band Green Day, was allegedly asked to leave a Southwest Airlines 
flight because he refused to pull up his pants. <laughs> low-rise jeans, y'all. Oh, my God, yeah. He was wearing low-rise jeans, and he was quoted in a tabloid saying that he reportedly asked if the staff didn't have better things to do. Oh, my God. You know, those celebrities get away with murder, you know. And yeah. sense of entitlement. Like, if we walked around with our ass hanging out of our pants, we'd get kicked off the plane, uh, too, you know? yeah. I don't know. Well, I saw uh, something on Reddit a while back, and I was just, like, horrified. I don't know what started the fight. The person that was recording didn't capture that, but it was an older man sitting in the chair, and some woman, I don't know what her nationality was, but she was yelling and screaming. They were asking her to get off the plane, and I just, she turned around and slapped an 80-year-old man right oh, in the shit. face. He wasn't even doing it. wasn't even part of the fight at all. I'm like, it took, like... Two officers to drag her ass off the plane. Drugs just, yeah. are bad, I'm kind of right, right. Ugh. I don't know. Speaking of drugs, we prefer drinks. Let's, yeah, let's go Drink. have one. Yeah, sounds Dream good to me. Dream up your next trip that you'll take me on to, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> well. Oh, um, and now I know that I can stow away. So, uh, I mean, somebody survived eleven hours. Do we hours. really want to try that? I would. I mean, <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> Visit our website at www.lostcommonsense.com And don't forget to click on our sponsors links with a variety of brands and products to choose from. And the most exclusive deals, just for you. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs>